This is the Out of Character Podcast. Introducing your host, Brian Colbert. Welcome, world. Welcome to the Out of Character Podcast. It is episode seven of the Out of Character Podcast. And man, we rolling now, bro. Episode seven. We almost in the double digits, man. It's been so much fun hanging out with you guys every week, man. And honestly, it's crazy because the year is almost over. The wild 2020 year is almost over, people. And we're at episode seven right now of the Out of Character Podcast, man. It's a beautiful thing. I am your host, Brian Colbert. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. And we appreciate y'all for listening and supporting and sharing and giving us feedback, man. Y'all have been so damn cool, bro. It's been so much fun. I couldn't even imagine the support and love I've gotten from this podcast. Everybody keeps telling me it's their favorite thing that we make on Out of Character. I love everything we do on Out of Character. I love all the segments. And I can't wait to get back to the other stuff we was doing when COVID's over. But, man, we appreciate y'all so much for riding with us, for supporting us, man. And we we hope to continue to give y'all some dope-ass shit. And the really, really cool thing is today we have a sponsor, guys. Today we have a sponsor. Today we have a sponsor. I'm not going to read it just yet because they're a new sponsor. You know, they got to... They got to show us some good faith to really get that early shout out. But we're going to give them a shout out sometime during our segment, man. And the support that y'all gave us is the reason why we can have people that sponsor us and get a little, you know, money in our pockets. And as, as we continue to grow, the podcast will just get better. So thank you guys so much for rocking with us, man, giving us love. And it means the world to me. So, you know, I always got to start off with the thank yous. But one thing that just seems to happen, especially lately, man. I've just been receiving a lot of flack lately. I've been receiving a lot of judgment. And you know what? I guess I got to understand, you know, you make a podcast, you you give your opinions, you give, you know, your thoughts and statements and anything on social media, really, not just the podcast. People have the right to respond. They have the right to criticize. And just lately, I just don't feel like y'all been feeling me. I just don't feel like y'all been understanding where I've been coming from. When the holidays start coming around, I start thinking of this moment I had at ESPN. For all of those that know me, know I used to work at ESPN. So... We used to do these things called edits where it'd be you and this one other person and they were the editor. They were the person that basically whatever I needed done, they would execute it for me on the software, on the computers, all that stuff, man. It was always a good time because the editors at ESPN are just so damn cool. So I had this one editor, a female, um, very, very nice lady, man, like the sweetest, nicest person, just so just just jolly you know this them jolly people that just be so like i'm a happy positive person but like i don't feel like i'm jolly like when you're jolly you're just like ah, like everything is such out of rainbows and this was that person like they were just always so happy and so nice so one thing that this person always did whenever not just christmas time but during edit's period they always had abc on they always they would always be an extra tv in the room and they would be able to watch whatever while they're editing which is cool like it's part of the creative process some people like to listen to music some people like to watch tv so she liked to watch abc so i'm not a big tv guy i don't have cable and nothing like that so i would always be very interested in what she was watching whenever i had her like i said she just was a bubbly personality so it matches with my positivity so i always was super excited whenever she was my editor so it's a few years ago and it's christmas time and of course on abc family they're always showing christmas movies like all during the holidays they're just showing christmas movies and I don't know if I just made a statement this out loud or if, like, I'm pretty sure because I'm not rude like that. I'm pretty sure she started asking me questions that, like, you know, you have conversations because you're working with a person. And a lot of times you're in this room with this person for eight hours or sometimes even more, which is, you know, so you got to have some type of conversation just to stay sane. So we're talking about Christmas. And she, like I said, this jolly human being just 
oh my gosh, I love Christmas movies so much. And it was just like eight hours of Christmas movies we're watching. We're watching these movies. We're hanging out. We're chilling, watching these movies. And I'm not saying much, you know, because I'm just sitting there. You know, you want the edit process to go well. And I think she mentioned like, hey, what's your favorite Christmas movie? And I was like, ah, I don't like Christmas movies. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Christmas movies. And she got a little quiet, but she didn't say much. You know, there wasn't when we continued. And she was like, oh, so if you don't like Christmas movies, well, what's your favorite Christmas song? really like christmas music oh, i'm not a big fan not a huge fan and and I, i'm sure as we're having this conversation i'm like doing other work so you know i'm locked in i'm not really paying attention to what's going on and so we continue talking and then oh so uh do you like christmas carolers like do you like christmas carols like what's your favorite like what's your favorite christmas carol i don't like those either i'm not not a big not a big christmas carol guy and up until this point the lady had, had not really said much to me other than just like regular small talk and after I said that thing about the Christmas carols, it's like, she was just like, mm, you're a Grinch. Like, what? What? Excuse me. She meant it. This wasn't like a joke. Like, she was serious. Like, you're a Grinch. Like, my distaste for things that involve Christmas did not sit well with her. So I always think about this, this moment I had with her because I was just so shocked. Like, I have been called a lot of things. I haven't called a lot of things by women, to be exact. But I have never been called a Grinch. Like, I don't hate Christmas. Like, Christmas Day is dope. Like, I love exchanging gifts. I love buying people gifts. I love receiving gifts. That's awesome, man. It's almost like a little birthday, right? But just because I don't like the things that, like, involve Christmas. Like, bro, I'm sorry. Christmas songs are terrible. Like, Christmas songs are so bad. Like, I don't want to hear anything Mariah Carey has to say when it comes to Christmas. I'm not, I'm not tapping in for that. And all Christmas songs are exactly the same. They might just have like a little different pitch or a different key, but all Christmas songs are the same. It's lazy, people. So I don't like Christmas music. And Christmas movies, the same type of thing, bro. Y'all just shove these same Christmas movies in our face and maybe give us one or two new ones every five years. It's the same shit. I know what's going to happen, okay? Like the Grinch with Jim Carrey was, was pretty cool, but I didn't really care for the ending. It's not realistic. The Grinch is not going to take all of that time to steal presents and ruin Christmas just in less than 24 hours to change his mind and go back and make everything better again. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense, people. People's hearts don't grow. If his heart enlarged in real life, he would die. He would die. So all that tells me is that this is just a very irresponsible movie, and it's lying to people. It's lying to kids, but I did like the beginning of The Grinch, because it is funny. Like, Jim Carrey did a good job. I haven't watched The New Grinches. Not a big fan. I'm not really fans of any other Christmas movies, and I really knew that about the Christmas movies because I used to love Nightmare Before Christmas. That is, like, my one of my favorite holiday movies of all time, and I used to always think it was a Christmas movie. So I did think I had that, like, yo, Christmas movie, that, like, my go-to Christmas movie, like everybody else has. But now I'm hearing that that's not even a Christmas movie. That's not even considered a Christmas movie. So now I know I don't like Christmas. Because first of all, it is a Christmas movie. Santa Claus is in it. It's about Christmas, even though it's like Halloween characters. But like, of course, because it's not like these little corny, terrible movies that you guys love. For Christmas, you don't want to appreciate it or accept it. So I'm not going to appreciate or accept y'all whack-ass Christmas movies. Because there's a lot of them and they're terrible. I do not like Home Alone. I don't like it. Don't care for it. Honestly, sounds like a fucking nightmare, all right? If I left and just how, somehow left my kids at the crib, and not only that, there's burglars there, bro, that is my worst nightmare. There's nothing cool about that movie. I don't like it at all. I don't like it. It's irresponsible, just like the Grinch ending is irresponsible. So, I always reflect, right? I always think about this time, because I'm like, damn, like, am I a Grinch? Like, I sit and try to be, like, aware, like, man, I got to be more cautious, because I don't want to come off. It's somebody just like, bah, humbug. So, since this moment, I've always been very, very cautious, very, very cautious, and very aware of what I say about Christmas because people judge me. So today, you know what I thought about? I said, you know what? I'm going to put this out on Twitter. I'm going to tweet 
that this situation happened to me and you know what there's gonna be people that feel me you're not a Chris Brian I don't like these things either not everybody likes Christmas carols not everybody likes Christmas movies Brian you are not a Grinch so I shared it with my people man I shared it with the world just to get some positive feedback like I'm trying to do I'm trying to open up I'm trying to be more candid with you guys you know I'm trying to let y'all know how BC thinks and what BC's thought process is you know but sometimes when I do this I don't get good feedback and that's what happened today man people was in my inbox tripping they was going crazy oh you are Grinch oh you're Scrooge blah 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 you are all these things how do you not like Christmas music what's wrong with you and then people just started sending me like mad Christmas music and shit and like yo I said I don't like it I'm not clicking on it and I'm not opening it I get that this is a big part of y'all lives like I get a lot of people like Christmas music I just don't like it. Doesn't mean I hate Christmas. Doesn't mean I want to steal all y'all presents for the Christmas tree. I love presents. I think presents are awesome. I just don't like it, bro. It's the same shit every year with Christmas, bro. It's the same lights. It's the same decorations. It's the same trees. It's the same songs. It's the same movies. Over and over and over. The same fucking parades. Listen, guys, we're, we're tired of it. It's it, I, I'm tired of it. I, mean, I guess the rest of y'all ain't tired of it. I am sick of this Christmas shit, right? But. I don't complain. I allow you guys to do this stuff. But today I felt attacked. Just because I don't like Christmas the way y'all like it doesn't mean I'm a Grinch, people. I am not a Scrooge. But, you know, I don't want to complain. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not looking for pity. I bring this topic up for a very specific reason. Because one of my friends hit me up, man. And at first I thought he was joking. I really, truly thought this king was joking. Because it's a black king. My friend Randall Owens, he's a supporter of the show. He's a supporter of out of character. Shout out to you, brother. You my guy, man. Went to college together, man. You are a great brother. But today, man, you made me, like, laugh real tears. I laughed real tears today. So my guy Randall hits me, right? He hits me up because I posted about not fucking with Christmas. He's like, hey, bro, you tripping, man. I love Christmas music, which I do not judge anybody for. Like, but he continued to not only tell me how much he liked Christmas music, but he offered some suggestions on ways for me to get into the Christmas spirit. Ways for me to enjoy Christmas music. And he sends me this song. He says... Let that last Christmas by Wham, W-H-A-M. Never heard of these people before. Maybe you listeners have, but W-H-A-M. Let the last Christmas by Wham ride for a second. Them white boys was seen, is what he said. Then he continued to send me the song and said it's an 80s song. Now, those of you guys are listening, I'm sorry, but you cannot see the cover of the YouTube. You know when you send a YouTube link, it shows like a little picture of the cover. The picture alone on the cover made me never want to listen to this song ever, right? And I responded. I told him, I said, listen, man, I don't even want to click on this. Because I don't want this f***ing up my algorithms, okay? I don't want this messing up the algorithms of my phone. And now, all of a sudden, YouTube is showing me, hey, watch this, watch this. Because this did not look like a video I would watch or enjoy. But you know what? I have an open mind. Like I said, I don't think I'm right about everything all the time. I know sometimes my views are skewed. And sometimes I listen to my friends to let them, you know, educate me and maybe change my way of thinking, right? So I said, you know, I'm going to listen to this song. I'm going to listen to it. But let me tell you guys, this song is terrible. I want you to look it up. I want you to look it up if you're listening, okay? It is called W-H-A-M Wham Apostrophe. I think that's the group. And it's called Last Christmas Official Video. I probably have the link somewhere for you guys to see this. this it's wild. But let me tell you guys, this song just depicted every single thing i hate about christmas music it was literally the worst christmas song i have ever heard in my life you know what yeah i'm gonna let you guys just hear a little bit i'm gonna let you guys hear a little piece just a little piece this is the song I'll tell you guys for those listening the video is way worse than it sounds i don't know it sounds bad already but the video is awesome the 80s, I guess, 1980. Last Christmas. 
brother sitting and jamming to this, like in his kitchen cooking, like baking cookies. Listen to this nonsense. That's all I'm going to subject you guys to. Awful. Awful. This was the song. He was like, hey, bro, listen. You got to rock a Christmas suit. This is my jam. This brother, this young king, this is what he listens to on Christmas. And this is my problem, people. Christmas music is awful. And this is what he thinks is good because there's so much terrible Christmas music out there. This is the way he chose to listen to on his day of celebrating Jesus. I guarantee you even Jesus wouldn't listen to that music or watch that music video. But you know what, brother? I'm not judging you. Honestly, like I said, I thought you were joking. So I'm cracking up, I'm laughing. I'm like, man, get the F out of here, man. What, man, you just playing, stop joking. And honestly, brother was serious. So then I felt a little bad. So I'm like, I didn't mean to judge. Like, you know, you just, maybe your family has a connection to this song, whatever. But people, the song is terrible. And let me tell you guys, I just thought that was the funniest shit in the world. Because if anything... That made me hate Christmas music even more than I do now. That that little snippet we just listened to, it's the last Christmas song I'm gonna listen to for the next five years, I promise you. I don't wanna hear any more of it. I don't go to Macy's during the holidays because I don't wanna hear that shit. I don't turn on TV, I don't watch ABC Family, I don't do none of that because I do not wanna hear Christmas music. It drives me crazy, okay? And maybe that makes me a Grinch, people. Maybe that makes me a Grinch, but I'll tell you what, if there's music like that out there that y'all are listening to, I'm good. I will be a Grinch for the rest of my life because I will not subject my ears or my family, my future family to that. I'm not going to do it, people. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying, when I get married and I settle down, my kids, my wife, they don't, they don't f*** Christmas music either because I refuse to be subjected to it, people. But don't judge me. I am not a Grinch. Certain things I don't like. I still like Christmas. I still like gifts. But I had to get it off my chest. I had to let you guys know that I was being judged because you know what? It seems to be happening a lot more frequently. But you know what, people? I'm going to keep being honest with you guys. I'm going to keep expressing myself because I know there are a few of you out there that feel me. And there were a couple of people that were like, you know what? I don't like Christmas movies. I don't like Christmas music either. And I thought that was pretty cool. And somebody was like, yo, it's Die Hard a Christmas movie. And I feel like y'all Christmas buffs don't even accept Die Hard as a Christmas movie. I would say I like Christmas movies if y'all accepted Die Hard, if y'all accepted A Nightmare Before Christmas. But since you guys don't accept it, I don't accept you Christmas movies or Christmas songs. That's the end of my rant right there. But people... There's something else that bothered me today. And what I like to do is I like to give you guys that out of character moment, right? That out of character moment of the week that just, you know what I'm saying, just really grinds my gears, really gets under my skin and gets under my constituent skin too, because I talk to people, you know what I'm saying? I vet these topics out and I ask people, you know what I'm saying? What do you feel about this? How do you feel? You know, do you think, does this bother you? And there was something, shout out to the group chat. Last episode was dedicated to the group chat. There is something that pops into the group chat today, right before we started filming that, that really bothered me. And, I, and I'm going to read it to you people. A young lady gets on her Twitter and she decides to tweet out some nonsense, right? And a lot of times when nonsense gets tweeted out, it goes viral. It goes everywhere and then all of us are subjected to it. And sometimes I see things like that and I'm just like, how irresponsible. How irresponsible because somebody could read this and think this is law, think this is true and think it, this is the way to act and believe. People, I'm going to read you this tweet and I'm sure it will, it will outrage you as much as it outraged me. Ladies, if a man wants to take you to a coffee date, the first time you guys meet up, run in capital letters. He's dusty and broke. Thank me later. Hashtag level up. Hashtag level up. Dusty and broke, huh? 
people, it used to be a kind gesture to take a young lady out for coffee that first time you meet her because it's just something, it's casual, right? It's a way to just get to know somebody. It's a way to have conversation. It's a way to make the young lady feel like there's not a lot of pressure, like you're not coming on too strong. Having that little lunch, that little coffee, maybe grabbing, you know, a few appetizers, things of that nature was supposed to be a nice and polite and respectful way of courting a young woman. Now, you guys have listened to the show. You guys have heard me and, and know my views on that. And you guys know I do have this 90-day rule. And what people have said to me is, Brian, that 90-day rule is insane. That 90-day rule is crazy. Why would you have a rule like this? Why would you even think of something like this? And this tweet, this very tweet, this young lady that tweeted off some nonsense like this is the reason why I am trying to change the narrative on what our kings need to do to court these young ladies. That is foolishness, people. And what is happening is these ladies are getting too comfortable. They are getting too big for their britches. How dare her? How dare this young lady scoff at the fact of you spending your hard-earned money on some coffee just to get to know her? You're not asking her for coffee to get in the drawers. You're not asking the coffee to harm her. You are literally meeting her in a public place to just have a moment of time to get to know this person in an event, something that she was probably going to do anyway. She was probably going to get herself coffee anyway. So now you have not only provided the coffee, but you have provided the company. And she is saying, you know what? That is a broke boy move. A broke boy move. So fellas, you don't even have to do the 90 day rule to still be considered a broke boy to this ladies. And that should be alarming in itself. People, why do you think I'm here? These are the women I'm trying to save y'all from kings. These are the women that got the game fucked up. And a lot of times it's because us kings got the game fucked up too. We're not realizing our worth, fellas. And we're allowing women to talk about us like this, to disrespect us like this, and to just act like we are nothing to them which isn't true just like we need them they need us people so do not allow women to get off rhetoric like this because i feel like there was brothers in the comments that said you know what because i mean you know they were trying to holler at shorty clearly like she you know she got a viral tweet and this is chance for you know brothers to check out her page and shoot their shots so some brothers like you know what only fine dining for you sister uh i would never coffee uh, yeah you right that is a broke boy y'all fellas make me sick Y'all make me sick, man. Y'all the reason y'all holding us back. Y'all are holding us back, man. Y'all are the crabs in the barrel that will not let us kings advance until another upper echelon of king. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help us out, baby. I'm trying to help us get to that next level so that when we hit 2021, people, the narrative is different. So, people, I'm just trying to help us out. I'm just trying to help us get into 2021 and leave this nonsense behind. I couldn't believe her. And honestly, she probably only tweeted it out to get attention, to get people riled up. But let me tell you, women, the women that listen to Out of Character, that is no type of attitude to have. Okay, listen, that is not the way to find your king. Because I guarantee you, a brother that's willing to just shove money in your face, and that's the only thing he's bringing to the table, is just money and expensive dates. I guarantee you that brother's doing the same thing for a bunch of other women. And it's probably paying women's bills, paying women's rent. So just think about that. Go for the guys that have something more to bring than just a check and a free meal, sisters. Listen, I'm not just helping the kings out. I'm trying to help you out, too. So, so shame on this, sister. Shame on her for thinking that. Shame on her for thinking that you are broke nasty raggedy whatever she said kind of brother just because you wanted to take out the coffee kings that type of courtship is okay if you don't want to follow my 90 day rule i think it is nice to take her to get some coffee take her to get some nice tea take her for just somewhere casual you guys can just sit talk and have a real deep conversation because if she can't have a good time over coffee 
she probably can't have a good time period people so that's just a little advice from me and when it comes to advice when it comes to finances when it comes to money you know we're here for you we're not just trying to save your money when it comes to dating we're trying to save your money when it comes to real life when it comes to everyday life so with that being said we brought professor bev back we brought Professor Bev back to give y'all some more financial literacy game. We are so appreciative for this brother for taking this time. He actually is on vacation right now, but he said, you know what? I got to talk to my people. I got to talk to my out-of-character family because they need these lessons going into the new year. So without further ado, people, I introduce to you Professor Bev. What's up, my kings and queens? This is Professor Bev back again. Uh, so we're going to go in a little more uh, topic, a little more in regards to topics today. Uh, so remember, we go, I'm going to give you a backdrop of what we've all been through thus far. So we went through, we talked about saving and then we talked about a budget. And then we started talking about debt with that debt. We broke it down between uh, student loans. Then we started talking a little bit more about personal debt, which being a credit card. Uh, we then also talked about a mortgage. So now we're going to circle back a little bit more because we only hinted at um, when we talked about savings, we only hinted at in regards to a savings account. Um, there's another form of savings and now we'll kind of go into as we call it. So if we think about school, we going from freshman, now we go into sophomore year. So sophomore year, we're going to start talking about um, investments, if you will. So one form of an investment or a saving, if you will, is your retirement. Um, so as you all think about retirement um, we always say this is what we call free money uh, so free money being if you have an employer match so let's just kind of take numbers here okay so let's say you have a 401k okay so there's there's three different types of uh if you will um retirement accounts that you could have you could have a 401k you could have a traditional and then you could have a roth ira um, most people usually have a 401k so we're just going to use that for our example okay so let's say you started off you've gotten your job um, they usually have a quote unquote time frame, if you will, to where you have to be at the job before you can start getting into the 401k. So let's say you're now past that probationary period. You're now into that spot where they say, okay, we want you to con start contributing to your 401k. What I'm telling you is get in as fast as you possibly can. Why? Because there's this thing called time value of money. Hold that. We'll get to that in a second. So if that, if your employer says we'll match up to this percentage. So what that means is if they say we'll match up to 3% of what you contribute, you put in 3% because they're going to match that 3%. I'll say that again. We'll match up to a certain percentage. You go directly to that percentage, whether that's 3%, whether that's 4%, whether that's 6%, you go up to that percentage with a caveat to the, we, you go up to that percentage if it can fit within your budget. Okay. This is why I always like to circle it back so you understand. I don't want you living outside of your means and saying, oh, I got to put all of this into my retirement account. And then you don't have anything to put in that. Remember, that's that initial savings account because we got to put something away. See, you see how I tie all this stuff together? So we're going to go and make sure we put something in our savings. We're going to make sure we're budgeting. And then we're going to make sure we're putting the, the max amount that we can to then get what we can get from, as we call free money from our employer. So when you start that job and you be able to put in that 401k, Put that four percent in so we want for our example purposes we're going to say it's four percent you put four percent in they match you four percent that's easy free money of four percent that you just got by putting in four percent okay so that's the piece that i want you all to get to we'll talk about iras and traditional and roth iras here and we'll talk about that in our next sec segment we'll just focus on 401ks right now so when we think about a 401k put as much as you can for that max 
And then when there's additional, so let's say you now got to the point where you're making some good, good money and you can, you can be able to take 10%. What we then say is we then say diversify. You can put 4% in your 401k up to that match. That other 6% is where we can then go into the traditional IRA and our Roth IRA and in, and even mutual funds and everything else. That's for next time, kings and queens. So we'll roll into that at the next time. But now I will take my minute to go through Professor Bev's positive minute. Y'all ready? Yes, Let's sir. do this. There is no greater harm than that of time wasted. Try meshing some of your tasks with things that you enjoy. Stretch while you watch your favorite TV show. Review notes while you walk on the treadmill or turn on your daily commute into excuse me, turn your daily commute into classroom time with audiobooks and educational podcasts. Okay. There is no greater time than there is no greater harm than that of time wasted. I say this to everybody. Don't waste your time. Be productive. Use it for what you can use it for. And no matter what, be positive and enjoy life. Do work. You got this, my kings and queens. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Professor Mike Bev with more, man, just, just priceless information, guys. I hope you guys are listening. I hope you guys are paying attention. Go back, watch, listen to the other segments, man, because this is very good information to have. If you don't listen to nothing else in the podcast, please listen to these financial literacy topics, people, because it's important. It's not only important to Mike Bev, it's important to me. It's important to everybody out of character. We want you guys to have your money stretched because at times like these, especially, man, um, Money's money's a big deal, man. There's a lot of people that lost their jobs. There's a lot of people that are recovering from losing their jobs and starting new jobs. And these are kind of these are the kind of tips that that are that are very very helpful, man. And that can that can go a long way. Um, so shout out to Mike Bev. Shout out to Mike Bev for jumping on. Even though he's on vacation, man, I'm sure we'll see him again before the year's over. We only have a few more episodes before the year's over. Um, but it's been a really great time. It's been fun. My name is Brian Colbert. I am your host. This is the Out of Character Podcast, Episode Seven. My friends call me BC. You can call me BC too if you're listening. And we appreciate y'all for listening, for constantly supporting, for riding with us, for talking to us. So as we approach the end of 2020, a vaccine for COVID-19 has been released. Now, I think there's a couple of companies that have a vaccine that they are saying yo everybody please take this it's like a flu shot take it and you know avoid going into 2021 with the vaccine they're trying to help out because there are people that are just dying at an alarming rate like crazy crazy amounts of people dying unseen amounts of people that have passed away due to COVID-19 so it's very very serious and as we try to get back to some type of normal I don't think things will ever be the same but as we try to get back to normal people have been dying and begging for a vaccine rightfully so because people are losing family members you know i don't want to talk about this vaccine and make light of it because i do think that it's awesome that you know there is a way to fix it i hope it's legitimate i hope it does help people um so it's 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 very interesting but i think something that's very interesting when it comes to vaccines and especially like minorities black and brown people right we don't always trust vaccines and it's rightfully so I, I it bothers me that people are so astounded by people not trusting vaccines how can you trust anything in this world these days it seems like we're always being lied to it seems like there's always something up the government sleeve or up these big pharmaceutical companies sleeves so it makes it very hard to trust like i'll be honest with you guys i have not gotten the flu shot 
I don't know how long. I think I probably was living still with my parents the last time I got a flu shot. Mind you, I've never had the flu. I've never had a flu or anything like the flu. Um, knock on wood. You know, I've never had, of course, I didn't have COVID. I've never had those kind of things. So I just never felt the need to get vaccinated. And one thing that's very, very interesting to me is that, you know, I have a lot of military family. I have my parents are retired, so they're not in the military anymore. But I have a lot of active duty military family members. And one thing I just recently learned is that when things like this come out, vaccines like this come out, the very first people to get it in our country are government employees are people that have decided to defend our country, people that have dedicated their lives and their careers to our country. Government employees, meaning military personnel. And that, to me, is just so wild. Because I just don't know how in this day and age you can trust anything, right? So you're the you're giving the people that are, are dedicated to protecting our country this vaccine, and you're not 100% sure of the side effects. I don't think anybody knows what any type of vaccine is going to do to every single person because everybody's DNA is different. Everybody's genetics are differently. And everybody, even like regular over-the-counter medicine, everybody has different reactions to it. So you hear about this mass group of people that, like I said, have dedicated their lives to our country, and they're the ones that are going to have to take this vaccine first. And then it seems like what follows at least from what i've been reading kids people trying to go back to college people trying to go back to school um certain workers like i have a friend who told me like yo my job's telling me like is the minute this is available to us we all have to get vaccines and i've seen that a lot of places to where they're like they're not letting people onto the premises unless they have gotten a certified vaccine and to me it's just it's scary it's scary because it's like you do not know what's going to happen. You have no idea what the implications are. Now, I'm not somebody that wants to get too much into conspiracies and all that. But I am also somebody that truly believes anything is possible. Anything is possible. So when people say, oh, it's a flat earth, I don't think the earth is flat at all. But I can't prove it's not. I have never been to space. I have never seen the world in another way. So you know what? I understand why people say they think the earth is flat because anything you could question anything we have been lied to for years when it comes to history books textbooks we're always being lied to so i really never know what's really true and we all have heard the millions and millions of stories about big pharmaceutical companies that take advantage of people you know they talk about it with 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 cancer cures for instance that there's been some people like dr cb shout out dr cb god rest your soul somebody like that who supposedly cured cancer and then they just all of a sudden end up dying you know they end up it's, a lot of people think that that you know dr cb was was murdered and killed because he was able to cure cancer which would take a lot of money out of big pharmaceutical companies right so like there's all of these conspiracy theories there's all these stories so it'd be hard for me to sit and say you know what you're being foolish you're crazy take the vaccine doctors know way more than us right which they do doctors you know they work very hard but it is hard to trust anything so now you're saying not only our military are going to get it but our kids our students the future of our country have to get this vaccine and i just think it's very very interesting because something else comes up and it goes into that conspiracy thing but i just think it's cool i just i love how people especially social media because everybody has a voice everybody can say anything it's not hard to get information even if it's not on the news right so there's this thing going around i don't think it's just black twitter i think it's everywhere but it's, i think primarily it's black twitter you know how much i love black twitter where they're talking about december 21st and I don't know much about it. I really I've just been seeing the tweets. I've been seeing the Instagram posts and supposedly just to wrap it up, supposedly black people are supposed to get superpowers come December 21st. Something is aligning with the planets. There is something going on in the universe. In There is something going on in the universe, in our galaxy that is going to unlock the true potential of black and brown people. 
these kings and queens that have been disenfranchised, mistreated for years, for centuries, are going to get their moment. That's what they're saying about December 21st, that God's people, which are black and brown people, will have all their potential unlocked and in and, and that the world that the u.s that the that not just the u.s but the world itself has tried to hold black folks back and i truly believe it i can't wait to get my superpowers I, you know what this is a conspiracy i am all for could you imagine could you imagine waking up and all of a sudden you're up and you're just levitating because all of a sudden overnight you've learned to fly and while you were asleep your powers just rose and you're just up in the air right how cool would that be I want to teleport, personally. I think it'd be awesome to just teleport from place to place. I hope that's my power, but I can't wait to see what powers we get, people. Because I'm not even going to act like it's a conspiracy. I'm saying it's happening. Because why not? Everything else has happened this year, so why can't black people become superheroes? Why not? I personally think it would help out. I think it would help the community as a whole. The United States as a whole would benefit from black people being superheroes. Man, we would keep things in order. We would keep things in order. We would make sure things is on point. You know what I'm saying, man? There wouldn't be as much traffic because all of us would be flying. We'd be flying around, getting to different places, man. We would protect y'all. We would keep y'all safe. And we'd finally be able to take control of this country and do things the right way. White folks, man, I don't got no problem with you. Y'all, I'm sure y'all are great people. But y'all have had y'all time. Y'all have had y'all moment, man. Y'all have had to leave for a long time, man. Give us a shot. Give us a shot, man. If 2020 has taught us anything, is that change is sometimes a good thing. So how about you know what? I'm down for December 21st. It's our time, man. Let us take the let us take the reins. I've been saying for a minute, I think black women should be able to run shit. Imagine the superpowers that black women are gonna come up with. They're already superheroes in my mind. Black women already managed to handle 20 or 30 tasks all by themselves with, with no help at all. To me, which is superpowers to me. So imagine what these black queens are gonna be like. Oh my goodness. I can't wait. I can't wait. And you know what? If nothing else, December 21st is going to be a hell of a day. Because if nobody wakes up with superpowers, there's going to be a ton of people that are going to try. There's going to be a ton of people that are trying to move out just with their brains. Oh my gosh, it's going to be a hilarious day. It's going to be a hilarious social media day, a hilarious day for black Twitter. So I personally cannot wait for it. December 21st, I hope we all, I hope we all get in our superpowers. I can't wait. It's going to be a great time, man. It's, oh my goodness. December 21st, people, because we're not going to see each other. So we could come back next episode i could come back next episode with a superpower a superpower people and because it's going to be all of us we don't even have to hide it but imagine being that one black person that didn't get a superpower imagine getting some bs superpower like your nails grow really long or something like that like not like the wolverine where you get like the razor blades out your hands but you just get like your nails can grow like super long some shit like that or like your teeth grow really fast or like you know some bullshit that like nobody really wants anyway you know what I'm saying? Or like you get like a really bad superpower. Where like all of a sudden you're schizophrenic, right? And you have like this split personality. And this motherfucker's really strong, but he's just really evil. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot that can happen. There's a lot that can happen, people. And going into 2021 with superpowers, let me tell you, it, it make up for 2020. It would make me feel a lot better about the things that have taken place in 2020, especially to our people. I think, you know what? That's reparations indeed. That is reparations indeed. Getting superpowers for all black people. And you know what? To all y'all that had issues with us, y'all better watch out. Because they're not talking about white folks. They're not saying white folks are getting superpowers. They are not saying you guys are the chosen ones. So white folks, good luck. Good luck. Just understand, you guys have had the reins a long time. So if it's our turn, if it's our time, I hope you guys are ready for it. So white people, listen, like I said, I'm not against y'all. Me being pro-black does not make me anti-white. I'm not anti-anybody. I love everyone. So white folks, man, I got some advice for you. If somehow we do end up with superpowers... I need you guys to remember all the years where y'all told us just to deal with it. Where y'all told us just get by. It's going to get better. Because things might be tough for y'all. 
Y'all been, been shitting all over black and brown people for a very long time. So there may be some people that get some superpowers and have some things to say to you guys. Take it in stride. Deal with it. Things may get better. It's okay. It could be worse. Or you know what? Leave. Like y'all tell us, leave. All of these things I can't. Oh my goodness. Could you imagine? Could you imagine things we're gonna get off of somehow, some way we end up with like all of this power? Oh my goodness, I'm, I'd be giddy about it. I'd be so fucking happy about it. It would be incredible. And you know what else is incredible, people? What else is incredible is the segments that we bring to out of character and that we bring to you guys. Yes, I'm patting myself on the back because I personally love the segments we bring to you guys. And this particular segment, y'all know it's my favorite. Y'all know it's my favorite because it's my guy and he comes on on every episode to just tell y'all a story, man. We all love story time. When you were a little kid before bed, man, y'all love story time. So here is some story time with my boy, James Meese. People. I give you the greatest segment out of character has ever had. Meeks on the streets. Meeks, 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 Meeks. She belongs to the streets. I'm from the streets, bitch. Meeks in the streets. I love the game. I love the hustle, man. All right, yo, it's your boy, Young Meesiana, a.k.a. Mrs. Claus, favorite secret helper. You know what I'm saying? Back with another ratchet story. Yeah, so I got a homie, you know what I'm saying? He was working at this job, you know what I'm saying? And this girl, she was only there for a couple of weeks before she actually left or moved or whatever the fuck happened. And so on her like last day, she like was like, yo, do you live on like yada yada street? And he was like, and he was like, yeah. He was like, she was like, yeah. So I saw I saw you uh, walking yada yada to a gas station. You know, I thought you might live in the neighborhood. So he's like, yeah, you know, I live over there, blah, blah, blah. Now, mind you, never gave an address, never, she just knows a general location, doesn't know house, anything. She just knows a street. So a couple months pass, you know, pass by. She see him, he see her down, downtown, like at the bar, at the club. And like, oh yeah, good scene, yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? They got a shot, they chilling, blah, blah, blah nothing don't got a number they got no number didn't do nothing then plant no little seeds didn't do nothing homie just was in passing just kept the cool just saw shot and thought she was cool and just kept pushing night goes on we go home you know what i'm saying everybody chilling get a knock on the door it's like 3 a.m homie say the roommates knocking on the door and somebody behind and she was like yo did you call or have somebody come over and homie was like nah bro like who here and she go oh well some girl here for you saying she know you shawty walked through the room shawty that was homie co-worker just walked through so mind you it's 3 a.m so homie roommate came in was like oh well there's some girl here for you you know what i'm saying should i let her in now mind you she asked if i should let her in if she should let her in as she's already upstairs in a room like up like already in a fucking house like it's oh they let the room the roommate let this person in the roommate let this person in so at this point <laughs> they're already in the house so it's just like i mean they're already in so i mean yeah <laughs> so now again mind you 3 a.m. No phone, no number, never gave an address. Shawty just pulled up on homie like, I want to fuck. And that she did. Homie told me she whooped out the condom, was like, let's get to it. I'm like, like, let's go. Like, man. So puts it down, does this thing, yada, yada, yada. 
And so I was just like, so I asked him, like, so did you let her stay tonight? Y'all cuddle? Like, what should I do after? And he was like, no, I told her she had to leave because my roommates don't like too many people in the house when they wake up. Now, mind you, we just left the club and all the homies were downstairs. All his homies was down. <laughs> This is such an easier start. I just put myself. <laughs> no, honestly, bro, I feel like I gotta leave that in. When you're like, he, I mean, yo, I'm sorry, I'm leaving it in. I got to. That shit's hilarious. Yo, that's man funny, yo. That's... <laughs> I was thinking to him like, this thing is gonna slip up and say a name or say something. But I right, continue, continue. I think all right, all right. So all the homies is downstairs. So all the homies is downstairs. You know what I'm saying? So, and then. So she goes, well, it's mad people downstairs. Like, what's the difference? And he goes, they don't know you, so you got to go. <laughs> and, and did she leave? She apparently looked at this nigga and was just like, you dirty nigga. <laughs> and left. But she you know what? Do, do you feel like she kind of had that coming, though? Because she came for a dick appointment but didn't make reservations. Definitely. First How you come for a dick appointment and not make reservations? You made a dick appointment, didn't make reservations. You literally made a dick appointment and didn't make reservations. <laughs> and like, you literally made a dick appointment and didn't make reservations, bitch. I don't know you. Like, what? What? What did you expect? Was what you think was gonna happen? Like, like, come on, let's be honest. And then, secondly, to this day, I don't even know her name. Like, I don't even. <laughs> 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 like, like, what did you like? Even in that moment, like, you know, what I'm saying, I hate to sound like that dirty nigga, but like, what was us like? Shit, like, you came and like, you got what you wanted, you got your nut, now get out. Like, what else do you need from me? Like, at this point, like, just keep it pushing. Like, you know, you had a good time. Enjoy your day. <laughs> aren't you? Aren't you glad though to have roommates to be able to just like get out of any situation? Roommates will get you out of anything. Roommates are good roommates. They literally will get you out of any situation because. Even though she knew I wanted her to leave, I could always put on them. They <laughs> want you to leave. Get out. It sounds better. It sounds so much better. Because then it's because honestly, at one point you might find somebody gullible enough to believe it. Oh my gosh, you're so considerate. And then you're just like, yeah, you can come over anytime. <laughs> just don't stay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was another segment of Meeks on the Streets. And man, people, these stories just get better and better every time. Let me tell you, I used to live with Meeks. So, like, I think it's hilarious that he tried to not tell y'all that it was him. But as he kept telling the story, I'm like, man, this sounds oddly familiar. And shout out to roommates. Shout out for having roommates. Because roommates get you out of so many things, especially when you're single and you're being a little frivolous. You know, say like Meeks said, you're doing your foxy time frequently. And roommates will get you out of anything. Especially, we had a female roommate, too. She could help us out with a lot. Because we could just blame everything on her. And she didn't care. Like, women weren't going to say nothing to her. So, it worked out great. Shout out, Meeks. Shout out him to always open it up to us. And this time, he told y'all a story about himself. People, man, that's access right there. That's love right there. That's because he cares about y'all so much. Because he knows how much y'all enjoy his segment. Now, moving on. Moving on. Now, y'all know I love sports, baby. I'm all about the sports, man. Y'all see, right? To those of y'all listening, I don't want y'all to know I'm wearing another. I got like a million championship Lakers shirts, and I'm wearing another one today from Nike, from my Nike plug. Shout out to you. I don't want to, you know, get you fed up. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, I don't want to get the feds on you because I know you you hooked me up with a little discount. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the Nike plug. Hook me up with the shirt, and I got the championship hat on. I point all of this out to say, people, the NBA is back. 
the NBA is back, and that means that the championship Los Angeles Lakers are back on the court, and we got a new look, and a lot of these Western Conference teams have a new look, so I had to pause real quick and take a moment to shout out the NBA for being back. I know a lot of people don't watch preseason. Me, personally, when it comes to NFL, when it comes to NBA, and it's my teams, I do not miss a game. I kid you not, I watch every preseason, every regular season game, and of course, every playoff game when my teams are concerned. It has to, like, be the craziest thing for me to miss. If I'm at work, if I'm driving, or whatever, I got that game pulled up somehow, some way, and I am watching it. If one day in the future I have kids, right? They better hope they do day they during the Raider or Laker game. Because I will be in the delivery room watching that game somehow, some way. I'll be invested in the birth now. It'll be cool. But I will have the game on the delivery room. I will be watching. I will be invested because that is how much I support and love my team. So I am so happy to see preseason basketball, man. We got the young boy, Talon Horton Tucker, doing his thing, dropping 30 at night. You know, hooping in the guys. Come on, let's, let's tailor our expectations. Not going to be doing that in the regular season. This is preseason, right? So we see guys ball out. But I do think he has done enough to crack the rotation, man. We are a deep team. I cannot wait to see what Vogel does with these rotations, man. I cannot wait to talk more basketball with you guys as the regular season goes. I'm not going to talk heavy basketball because it is just preseason. But I just wanted to point out, man, shout out to the Lakers. We're going to make another run at the championship this year, man. Anthony Davis is going to win the MVP. I'm calling it now. We are going to be a good-looking team, and I can't wait to see what happens. But there is one thing that concerns me as I've been watching these games. The one thing about us last year, for all the lack of scoring we got sometime from our bigs, we were so dominant down low. We were just so intimidating to a point where like, there would be some stretches where there wasn't a single inside score against certain teams because we had Dwight Howard, we had JaVale McGee, and they were just defending the rim like no other. Love Marcus Saul, uh, a Hall of Fame defensive player, right? His one defensive player of the year. This guy can ball. One of Spain's best big men ever, right? He's at a point in his career where he's not really defending the rim like that. I love how he stretches the floor. I love how he can pass. I think it's great for the type of offense we run. But in that second unit, I do not think Montrezl Harrell is big enough. I loved when we had to play the Clippers and Montrezl Harrell was on the court because I know Mouse in the house, Dwight and JaVale, Anthony Davis, they go on to work on him because he's just too small. He hustles. I love what he brings offensively, but I do still feel the Lakers need some type of post defender. So let's Let's keep our eyes on that, man. Let's hope that they bring somebody in. I do believe that there's another roster spot where they can bring somebody in, but I'm excited for this year. I still think the Lakers are the team to beat in the West. I still think we're the best team. I think we have the most loaded roster, um, and this year is going to be fun. This is going to be an exciting NBA season, man. We might see players move, man. We see a lot of drama. It's been a shortened season, so I can't wait to see, and also can't wait to see what players build off of the bubble ball, because like players like Jamal Murray, TJ Warren, these are guys that like I'd be really interested to see. Can you continue that hot play that you had in the bubble? In the regular season man it's gonna be fun but the reason i actually wanted to bring up sports is because there's a video there's this video of jake paul now for those of you guys that have been listening to every episode a few episodes ago we spoke about jake paul's fight with nate robinson and we admitted jake paul kicked nate robinson's ass who's he gonna say he got he got his ass kicked right nate robinson got beat down so since then Jake Paul has been on a tear. Because you know this is a YouTube guy, right? Yes, he is a professional boxer. He is 2-0 in professional boxing. But he also started from social media and YouTube. And one thing that we know about boxing, if you can promote, you're going to get the fights. Even if you're not really good enough for the fights, if you can promote, you're going to get the fight. We saw Conor McGregor fight Floyd Mayweather. 
not because Conor McGregor belonged in the ring with Floyd, but because Conor McGregor had the promotional abilities similar to Floyd, where you knew you were going to bring in big dollars. You were going to bring in big dollars. And I feel like Jake Paul, the Paul brothers in general understand that. And that's how they've managed to get these fights. So Jake is right now, man, he's on it because he's trying to get, I guarantee you he's trying to be on the undercard of the main event when it comes to Jake Paul and Floyd's fight, right? So he's, he's calling people out. And there is this video. Now, let me tell you guys, I'm not a Jake Paul fan. I respect him. But this video right here, this video kind of run me over. He, he made a promotional video to call out Conor McGregor. And let me tell you, if you're going to call out somebody that's way out of your league, this is how you do it. L listen in. What's up, you Irish cunt? Good morning, Conor McGregor. I know you're probably beating up old dudes in a bar right now, or maybe you're jacking off because you're sick of f***ing your wife. I mean, she's a four, Conor. You could do a lot better, but happy Monday. My team sent you a $50 million offer this morning. $50 million cash, proof of funds, the biggest fight offer you've ever been offered, but you're scared to fight me, Conor. You're ducking me because you don't want to lose to a f***ing YouTuber. You're 0-1 as a boxer. I'm 2-0 as a boxer. I just came off the 8th biggest pay-per-view event in history. But you want to fight Dustin Prober, who has less followers on Instagram than my f***ing dog. That's a fact. And Dana White, you're a pussy too, you ugly bald bitch. You said there's 0% chance of this fight happening, but there's 0% chance of you getting some f***ing pussy. Connor, you're scared. Dana, you're scared. Sign the f***ing contract, you idiots. Jesus Christ. Irish bitch. Now let me tell you guys. If there is a way to get somebody that you have no business fighting to fight you, man, that is the way to do it. Let me tell you, for those of you guys that are listening, first, my man had the Irish flag. For those who don't know, Conor McGregor is Irish. He had the Irish flag wrapped around his body. In just a form of disrespect, not to represent the Irish flag, but to show distaste for Conor McGregor's culture. So that's the start, right? He's smoking a cigar, very casual, in front of his mansion, in front of his beautiful cars, right? Because, you know, Paul's got money. He said he offered $50 million. $50 million. You imagine just turning down $50 million? Especially to fight somebody that, more than likely, you're going to beat up. Like, more than likely, you're going to beat up. But, like Paul said... McGregor's boss, Dana White, is saying, no, bro, this is never going to happen. They don't belong in the same league. Like, we're not going for the bait. You can say what you want. It's not going to happen. But then Paul comes out and calls him a ball bitch. Goodness gracious, man. I'm telling you what. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of the Pauls. But, man, if you're going to talk shit, that's how you do it. Oh, my goodness. And called McGregor an Irish bitch. And then talked about his wife. And then the craziest part, Jake Paul unfollowed everybody on instagram because this is the thing telling people you know who you follow and all that it's a thing it matters now it's, it's breaking news right so jake paul unfollowed everybody but conor mcgregor's wife follows conor mcgregor's wife on instagram now those are it's not might not be that big a deal but man those are just little subtle shots that just get on a man especially a fighter especially somebody like conor mcgregor that probably knows he could be jake paul in the first round but i don't think jake paul even cares about winning or losing he wants this payday 50 million dollars oh my goodness now maybe that's not a lot of money to mcgregor or like the floyds of the world but oh my goodness i will fight 50 million dollars i'll fight anybody i'll fight you know what i said i wasn't trying to fight tyson you know what 50 million dollars tyson we can go a few rounds bro i, I could at least make it around dog for 50 million i know jake's gonna get somebody he's gonna get somebody that like 
is gonna be worth watching because I do think that promoters understand it don't matter how good you fight it's how you promote some of the best boxers in the world didn't really get the shine because they weren't able to promote like this so shout out Jake Paul he gets it he understands he clearly is very serious about boxing so I can't wait man I think 2021 is gonna have some early dope sports moments we got the we got the playoffs coming up for the NFL you know so we're gonna have the Super Bowl soon that's coming up in February the NBA has already started we have just have so much going on man so we're gonna see these fights man we have a lot of dope stuff so i just wanted to highlight that real quick because as we continue with the pod man we're gonna be talking about some of these sports events man and best believe the more the lakers keep winning the more i'ma talk my shit the more i'ma flex and the more i'ma have my lakers gear baby i can't wait man i hope somebody got me that blue new lakers jersey that they made oh i can't wait to wear it this time i need an anthony davis jersey i got a lebron championship jersey now it's time for anthony davis i got all the lakers jerseys i got like eight kobe jerseys man i got all the shoes i'm ready man i'm ready for another championship running this time because COVID's gonna be gone because we're gonna be positive about this vaccine i guess COVID's gonna be gone and we're gonna be able to get a championship parade and when we get this second championship oh we better be able we better be able to party for a whole week because y'all took away our first championship parade y'all took it with COVID. but best believe we got it and we got it coming and we're gonna be partying i'm gonna be in la and i might fuck around and do a pod right in the middle of the damn parade who knows but guess best believe it's coming best believe the lakers are getting another championship people yes we have a lot of great stuff on the horizon and we have a lot of great stuff for out of character on the horizon as i mentioned we have a sponsor now we have somebody that is willing to give us a little bit of money and it's somebody that i think can not only benefit the listeners out of character but basically any creator that wants to get started in the podcast game so ever since i started this podcast i've had a ton of people hit me up and say yo bc man your podcast is so dope i've been wanting to start a podcast i don't know where to get started i don't know how to get started what do i do how do i how do i get my audio to everywhere how did you get on apple music how did you get it on spotify how did you get it on iheart there's all these questions i have which i I personally love i really love when people come to me and hit me up because i know that there was some type of inspiration that came from the out of character podcast and that came from us doing our own thing that makes you want to do your own thing and to all my friends all my creators even people that just want an extra hobby man try to create something if you want to make a podcast if you want to do a podcast go for it and Our new sponsors have a way of making that very, very easy. And I have a way of helping it be super easy for you guys. And I'm going to start with the word free. We all love free people. We all love free stuff. And what I have for you is a free month of a subscription to Podbean. What's Podbean, BC? What is Podbean? That sounds interesting. It's not a food, people. No, it's not. Podbean is a hosting site for creators for podcasters. All you do is you take your audio, you upload it to Podbean, and in just a few moments, Podbean is able to get your podcast out to the masses it is able to host your podcast it is a platform for you to host your podcast and get it out to the masses quickly easily and we have a way for you to do it for free we have a way for you to do it for free for where for your first month you can use podbean for free and see if you even like it so people you can get one month of podbean services absolutely free absolutely free there's no catch there's no ties you don't owe me nothing you don't owe them nothing all you have to do is go to the link www.podbean.com slash ooctv that's podbean.com slash ooctv go to that link and get your first month 
subscription to Podbean for free. Start your podcast, man. Everybody has excuses on why they don't want to start things, on why they can't do things. And a big reason is because they don't know where to start. They don't know where to go. Well, people, go to podbean.com slash OOCTV. It'll give you step-by-step instructions. We use them. They made my first podcast upload super, super easy, and it has been great ever since then, people. Go to podbean.com slash OOCTV. If you're watching, there's a link somewhere on the screen. If you're listening, listen to me, people. www.podbean.com slash OOCTV. Yes, your people are out of character. Got y'all some free stuff. And that's because y'all support. That's because y'all listen. That's because y'all show love. Podbean reached out to us and said, you know, your audience might like this little special, man. Do they like free stuff? And I said, man, everybody likes free stuff. So what we did was got you a free month subscription at Podbean. All you have to do is click on the link. We'll have the link in the bio for you guys. And you, too, can start your podcast because people were already at episode seven. And I have to thank Podbean for that. I have to thank Podbean for allowing us to host our audio through them and to get it to all you people because you guys are listening to it everywhere. Google Play, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeart, SoundCloud. You guys have it everywhere. And that is because Podbean made it possible, people. And you, too, can have a successful podcast just like the Out of Character Podcast. So, people, one more time www.podbean.com slash OOCTV go now start your podcast if you have questions hit me up I'm here to help I'm here to advance the culture I'm here to help people because there could be a million podcasts in the world it is a step on the other us as creators have to unite and work together and help push this stuff man because we all could be our own bosses one day we all can do the things we love and just sit it's just sitting and talking man so if you want to start your podcast get it started at podbean.com shout out to podbean for believing in us shout out to podbean for giving us a chance to have our first sponsor man that's a big deal bro it's 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 a huge honor for me it's a huge honor for me when i receive emails and people want to partner with me people want me to come on their podcast people want to come on our out of character podcast it means so much because we have to work together people it's all about unity and you know what we might have superpowers soon so podbean caught me right before i get my teleportation powers shout out podbean because you know what now i'm loyalty now i got your back now we're gonna keep you on the show as long as you show us love we're gonna show love and as long as the people like podbean we're going to keep supporting them, man. But y'all let me know. If y'all using Podbean and y'all don't like it, y'all let me know, man. Because I don't want to promote things that aren't good. But I personally have used Podbean. I believe in it. I support it. And I will continue to support it as long as they support us. Shout out, Podbean. People, this is episode seven of the Out of Character Podcast. And we are wrapped up, man. We are done, man. We gave y'all some good stuff. We talked financial literacy. We had meets on the streets. Man, I talked to y'all about some things that meant a lot to me. And hopefully, man, some of y'all hit me up after this episode and said, you know what, BC? You are not a Grinch. You know what? I don't like Christmas music either. I think Christmas movies are stupid. I can't wait to hear from y'all, man. And you know what? Hopefully next week we do have an episode. Next week will be Christmas week. We're gonna, we usually record on Thursdays. And as you guys know, Thursday is Christmas Eve. So I am hoping we record. It's gonna be a very special week for me though, people, because my my son is coming to stay with me for 10 days. I'm getting my boy for 10 days in my new crib. It's his first time seeing my new crib. It's his first time seeing his new room. But I'm telling you, his room is crazy. He got a slide on his bed. He got a ball pit in his room, everything, man. We want to make sure that this is the best experience and the best trip for him because let me tell you guys, I have been dreaming. I've never got to have him for Christmas. That's been his mom's holiday. So I, it means the world to me that I get him, especially in times like this with COVID, that me and him could just spend time together and be together at the crib. So I'm not 100% sure if we have an episode next week but if we do 
my little man might make his debut, man. He might come up and say what's up. Because let me tell you guys, he just had his little, um, like, a Christmas pageant where they sing and stuff like that. And so this is the first time he's ever done this. He's not even in kindergarten yet. He's in early childhood development because he's super smart. And they had, like, a little, a little Christmas pageant or whatever. And because of COVID, all the parents had to zoom in. So I wasn't like, you know, I missed out. I didn't, you know, miss out on going. All of us were zooming in. So I got to see little man. And to my surprise... Little man had a solo. Little man, out of all the kids in there, had a solo with a cute little young lady. They stood next to each other in the front. And let me tell you, little man got down. Let me tell you, he got he got the star trait. Let me tell you, he got the star quality, man. He just like his dad. So, man, I can't wait to little man to be here. I hope you guys get to meet him. I hope you guys get to hear him because let me tell you, he's a chip off the old block. And, man, this next generation of Colbert, as in him, man, off the chain i can't wait to see what he accomplishes y'all know i love my son y'all know i'm so proud of him man i'll talk about him for hours so he will be with me next week so we will see if we have an episode you know i might just be having too much fun with him but if we do hopefully i can introduce you to my little man man my pride and joy bro this has been an amazing episode this is episode seven of the out of character podcast i am your host brian colbert my friends call me bc you can call me bc too if you're listening and if you're listening we appreciate you for listening so before we go people i want to leave y'all with some words of encouragement like i just started doing last episode i want to give y'all some free games some free advice something to help uplift you as you end episode seven of the out of character podcast and as we've been saying the year is ending and this has been a wild year right this has been an outrageous year i don't think anybody expected this right and with that in mind we do not know what tomorrow holds we do not we made these jokes about December 21st and things changing but people things are changing in this world it might not be galactical where people are getting superpowers but there is a shift coming there are changes happening so people tomorrow is not promised so I need you to do me a favor before we see each other again I need you to go on your phone Go through all the people in your phone that matter to you, that you love, the people that maybe you have forgotten to hit up or reach out to, the people you have forgotten to call and tell I love you to, because there's a lot going on. And a lot of times when, when things are chaotic, we lose track of the things that are very important to us. We lose track of the people that matter most to us. And sometimes we forget that even though we're dealing with chaos, some of our loved ones are dealing with chaos as well by themselves. So in this seven days, or maybe it's 14 days, whenever we see each other again, I want you to take this time to go through your phone and reach out to the people that you love people that you care about people that maybe you haven't spoken to in a while you know if maybe it's your mother maybe it's your father maybe it's a long friend maybe it's your old roommate from college take that time to reach out to loved ones every day that you get a chance to because people tomorrow is not promised we we are losing so many people every single day not just with the pandemic but just as life in general people just we lose people every day it seems that some of the best people in the world we're losing quickly so if you have those type of people in your life reach out to them tell them how much you love them and you might be surprised at the response you may change somebody's whole outlook on the week on the rest of their year going into 2021 so people this message is to spread love spread positivity reach out to your loved ones take the time to give people their flowers while they're still here and show your appreciation and recognize the impact that they've had on your life you guys all have impacted me all the people that listen to out of character i want to tell you guys right now i love you all i appreciate y'all so much thank you guys for continuing to allow me to have this platform and have a great time with you guys this is episode seven episode seven of the out of character podcast i am your host brian Colbert. my friends call me bc you can call me bc too if you're listening and we appreciate y'all for listening thanks for taking this ride with us folks god bless